Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast, where we are all about cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Let's get going. Unplugged podcast with me, your host, Sebastian Sloven, and co-host, Sonia Mohammed. <laughs> nice job. Nice job. All right. Welcome back, Sonia. Welcome back, everyone. Excited to be here. Today, the theme of our show is leadership. So in this episode, we're going to explore leadership and what it means to us here at Nature Unplugged and why leadership plays such an important role across all areas of our lives. So just a recap of what we're all about here at Nature Unplugged. We, our mission is to cultivate consciousness in the digital age. And that means creating healthier relationships with technology and getting folks folks more connected with nature. Forks. (laughs) And so we do this by, you know, we do podcasts, blogs, social media, things like that. And we also offer, we do presentations, workshops, retreats, and one-on-one coaching. So in this episode, we're going to explore leadership and how it relates to cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Of course, there are many different theories and definitions of leadership. Uh, We're going to, we'll maybe touch on a few of those, but we're going to focus on how we view leadership because, uh, seems like everyone's got a different view of leadership, mm-hmm. which is fair, but uh, I think because of that, it gets a little bit jarbled. <laughs> so one thing that would be worth reminding everyone of is that um, Sebastian and I both did our Master of Arts in Leadership Studies at the University of San Diego, so we were um, fortunate to be able to study a lot of these theories around leadership, um, and some of them are really awesome, in my opinion, and some of them um, I was less excited about, and I think that's how it usually goes. There's a lot of theories out there, some of them newer, some of them older, Um, but as Sebastian said, uh, there are a lot of different thoughts around what leadership is, and uh, that's why it gets us so jazzed, because I think we feel like we've gotten to a good place with it and um, have had some really incredible mentorship and instruction at USD that sort of opened our eyes to a new way of thinking about leadership. Absolutely. USD being the University of San Diego. Awesome time there. So why don't we just touch, we're not going to get into the deep dive here, but let's touch on a few leadership theories that were inspirational to us uh, really quickly. So we got servant leadership, which I feel like is great because... Uh, a lot of times people look at leadership as really focused, like self-focused on what they can do uh, as the leader, what power they can achieve, uh, and maybe the sort of potential benefits that come with leadership. Maybe it's money or success or whatever that, or the fame. And servant leadership is almost like the flip side of that, where the entire focus of the leader is to enrich and empower individuals and other people. And and be relatively out of the spotlight. 
correct. Yeah, and uh, is it Greenleaf? Robert Greenleaf, I believe, is the servant leadership um, creator, <laughs> theorist. Anyway, a lot of people look at Jesus Christ as a as a good example of a servant leader. There's a lot of them, but uh, regardless of religious uh, affiliation, it seems to be a good go-to. I guess he got a lot of attention, though, to be fair. <laughs> okay. Um, there's also, we really, really love Shakti leadership, which is a lesser known uh, leadership sort of practice, not necessarily a theory. But basically the concept of Shakti leadership is, this comes from, ooh, what's her name? Nalima Bhatt. Nalima Bhatt. Ooh, I hope we got that right. We can look at it. Nalima Bhatt, she's out of India, and her partner, don't know his name. Shakti leadership is basically looking at kind of bringing some sort of the more ancient yoga, yogic philosophies into leadership and particularly looks at masculine and feminine and being able to, as the leader, being able to harness sort of the best of both of those sides of the spectrum. So being able, some masculine examples, being able to be decisive, organized, have clear boundaries, um, clarity, things like that. Mm -hmm. And some of the more positive feminine uh, uh, traits being um, empathy, uh, being able to listen, connection, things like that. Yeah, and when we're saying when we're saying positive, we're also saying conscious. Um, those are how we step into a healthy feminine or masculine as being um, conscious. And then when we are unconscious, we are moving into an unhealthy um, feminine or masculine. And so the idea is to raise your consciousness to be able to um, perform in a balanced way. Uh, another one, we'll do one more. How about that? Adaptive leadership, which we spent a lot of time on at the University of San Diego, which is really powerful. Um, and basically the, the framework around that is being aware of how often we try and use what we'd call a technical solution for an adaptive problem. An adaptive problem being something that maybe hasn't been done before. Or uh, doesn't yet have a clear answer or way to solve it. Correct. And so there may not be a really clear like one, two, three step to getting through it. And it requires... Uh, Stepping back and looking at the whole picture, uh, vulnerability, discomfort, to um, and I think courage to to do something new. Mm -hmm. So that's a uh, overview of some of the leadership theories and practices that we found to be influential, inspiring. Mm -hmm. Let's look at um, how do we see leadership at Nature Unplugged. This is interesting. We have a leadership philosophy. I'll read it for you now. Leadership is not a noun, a position you hold, or a set of traits. It happens from the inside out. To exercise leadership requires self-awareness, courage, clear values and vision, and the ability for self-compassion and care. From this inner space of awareness, one is able to embrace uncertainty and adjust. Having this capacity to pivot rather than resist frees you to offer what is truly needed 
as challenges arise while staying aligned with your values and vision. So there's a lot there. We don't need to break it down too much. Uh, I think I really love this shorter way of putting it, sort of the same thing, which is the person you are is the leader you are. We don't know exactly know who said that. Maybe no one did because it's too broad, but that's basically it. Yeah, it's really a powerful concept because I think oftentimes um, people feel like the person they are is very separate from the way they lead or the way they work with others, uh, etc. And a lot gets lost if you embrace that idea. Um, and there's a lot of missed opportunities, I think, if you approach leadership or your work that way. So I, it's it's simple in theory, as a lot of things can be, but um, really quite challenging to put into practice and really feel like you are being authentic to the person you are and stepping into um, a leadership opportunity or exercising leadership. Absolutely. Yeah, I think... Uh, it's really common to view leadership as like this. Um, it's almost like you're putting on a, you're putting on a, okay, I'm in my leadership role or my leadership hat yeah. as you step into a position of power or formal authority. And, um, but leadership can happen. You know, it's not just, at least the way we look at it, it's not just leading groups or other people, but it's very much how you self-direct or how you lead yourself. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a good segue into why we're talking about leadership uh, in this podcast when we're, we're kind of looking at wellness with um, technology and nature. But it really does uh, play a really important role when we're framing leadership as not only how you're inspiring and leading groups, but also how you inspire and lead yourself. So yeah, just going back to connecting with Nature Unplugged, can you take any example of the act of being of practicing wellness with technology? And it's basically an act of leadership. You know, we talked in previous episodes about some tips and tools and takeaways, and one of them being, you know, taking your technology, your phone, out of the bedroom. And there's discomfort in doing something like that. And I think it requires you know, an active leadership, whether it's just you or you're doing or you're in a with with a partner or making these changes on behalf of a family or a group. That's an active leadership to to step up and say, you know, I want something different and getting the technology out of the room. What do you think, Sonia? I, I agree. I, I it seems like there's also a side of it that um, to be you know a self-care to be a healthy successful person in your own life you need to learn how to man manage your own boundaries um and create um situations and environments that allow you to be authentic to yourself to thrive and to flourish and, and from that place you're much better able to make decisions that will lead you to outcomes you're seeking and to make decisions that are good for your team or your family or your partnership. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we sort of touched on this, but I think it's important to be explicit about it, that 
uh, one thing we talk about a lot is that leadership does not, you don't need a position of power, or we would say formal authority to practice leadership. Um, and this was really helpful for me. And I think if you're out there listening, you're like, well, leadership sounds cool. I don't really, I'm not a manager or, you know, in a position where I'm delegating to other people or, or overseeing other people. It doesn't really matter. You still have in society or in group or in family, there's still all sorts of opportunities to lead. And I think framing that leadership isn't this thing you just kind of do when you have the, the formal position of power but you can do from anywhere. To use a sports analogy, you know, we talk about this a lot. Uh, let's say you're a soccer team. It's not just the captain or the top player or the coach who is practicing leadership. You know, it's, it's a, there's a space for everyone on the team to take up some capacity of leadership. Okay, Sonia, how does your, uh, how does leadership play a role in your relationship with nature and technology? When I think about the interplay between leadership and my relationship with tech and nature, it often comes down to is is technology potentially getting in the way of my ability to, you know, for myself, be happy and um, thrive? And then is it getting in the way of my ability to connect with like my partner, you as my partner, um, my team at work, uh, my the students I work with, et cetera, and, and how can I help us become aware of that and overcome it? Um, and I think also there's an element of, you know, uh, a lot of my work requires me to be inside a whole lot uh, and using technology and uh, noticing when that's becoming detrimental to the energy, to the productivity, et cetera, and... Um, you know, that's often at really high stress times where you're trying to get something done um, that feels really important and urgent and um, being able to step into like an uncomfortable position and say, oh, maybe we all need to just take a quick break, maybe go for a walk um, or you know, transition into a walking meeting um, or just go spend some time alone outside um, and get some nature exposure and sort of reset. Um, I think those are sort of general examples, but how it most often comes into play for me. Yeah, and I just want to kind of add on to that. I think you brought up a really important point, which is that leadership in many cases, uh, probably mostly, is a, is a challenging and uncomfortable practice. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things, the really detrimental, well, it's, I think, the pro and the con of our increased technology um, is that it makes things really comfortable and it is used in a lot of cases not saying for everyone but in a lot of cases it's used as a distraction so uh, for me or I know this this happens with with other folks I've spoken with it's really easy if I'm in an uncomfortable situation let's say um, or there's like an awkward pause and there's other people around to reach for my phone rather than engage in the situation. And and I'm not talking about something major, but let's say you're in line at the grocery store. There could be an opportunity to talk with someone. I, I, for me, I'm in line at the grocery store. It could be an opportunity to talk to someone I don't know and engage and and check in with another human. Uh, But it's safer to go on social media or just pull out my phone 
or in an elevator or in a group of people who I don't really know and I'm not connected with. And instead of stepping uh, into that discomfort and starting a conversation or listening, uh, I pull out my phone, step aside. It's easy to do that. Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of maybe another a topic for another podcast, but the there's an interesting way that I think technology is impacting our ability to lead when we're framing leadership as um, kind of a courageous act. It's a lot easier to uh, to speak your mind or uh, get in an argument or something like that from the safety of your computer or your phone. And I think practicing that in person is really helpful too. Yeah. I mean, when you've got a screen in between you, it's, it's, it's quite easy to be a little mean, um, too, you know what I mean? Um, where when you're spending the time to actually go to the person and have a conversation with them, especially if it's a challenging one, um, it, it always ends up going so much better, uh, because you're standing in a, front of a person and you're reminded that it's a person um, and you just interact in such a different way with a human being than you do um, with an email address through a screen. I would say, I don't know if it goes so much better for me every time. I think there's often times where I'm in a confrontation or conflict in person and it's like really uncomfortable and probably feels way worse <laughs> at the time. Sure. But I think in, in terms of like personal development and actual communication, it's a lot better than the this this idea that we can like talk smack or 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 um give someone a hard time through a social media comment or a text or an emoji and then put the phone down and walk away and you don't really ever feel what that does to someone else or get, or have the opportunity to respond right away you can respond in your own time right so i but i think what i'm saying is that it goes so much better in that you actually have a conversation and oh, it yeah. doesn't like escalate into um, unproductive harshness, perhaps, yeah. via email. Um, or is much less likely to. I suppose it's still totally possible. But um, yeah, there's something about communicating in an email or via text or through, through social media um, that changes the way we communicate and, and often not for the better. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Sonia. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. Awesome too much. You are saying awesome a lot. I, you know. But you mean it, I think. I mean it so sincerely <laughs> when I say awesome. Okay, we've talked about leadership, broad combo. We'll get into it more in future episodes, I'm sure. Oh, you know what we have next? That's when you go, oh, no, what's up? Oh, what? What's next? Okay, it's an episode, a segment of new news. N-U news. <laughs> this but, isn't really... But it's not really news. It's not again. really news. It's okay, but it's new. <laughs> it's a new thing that we're sharing about that is, we find, um, either interesting, exciting, humorous, etc. This one's more on the humor side. Well, it's not meant to be, but we find it to Oh, be. yeah, yeah. This, I mean, it's not a bad idea, but... It was, okay, well, let's no, jump into it. Let's it's jump a good in. idea. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sonia came across this on the interwebs recently, and it's a company called Toro Bracelets. Uh, and this may sound like we're, we're talking smack about Toro. We're just having, having a good time with you. So, um, you know, keep on doing what you're doing, but, uh, Toro Bracelets, basically it's a USB cord, a fashionable USB cord that is made into a bracelet. 
And they're, I think the tagline is tired of phone charging anxiety or something like, or like running out of power anxiety. Oh yeah. No, it's like, um, something about no more low battery anxiety, um, was the tagline yeah. on the ad. I think just the fact that that is a, it's a, like a cultural anxiety piece where if I run out of batteries, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And to be fair, I feel like because your phone's getting old, this happens to you too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you have moments of, oh no, do you have a charger? I'm That's gonna... true. Yeah. That's true. You weren't yeah. supposed to say that on the show. Oh no, but I think it's helpful because, no, it's helpful. you know, we all experience this too. That's part of the journey. You're totally right. I do get, I wouldn't say it's at the level of anxiety. It's more like, oh man. My phone just had 100%. Now it's at 7%. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it is like we, yeah, we all have a, a role to play in this. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that it is who are you without your phone, I guess, is the, the question I like to ask. But basically, this is, yeah, this is a bracelet that is a phone charger that you can carry with you any, anywhere, um, you know, and it's fashionable. Yeah. And so it's like, so this isn't. Right. It's a good idea. It's clever. Mm-hmm. A fashionable little USB cord that wraps around your wrist. And I guess my question is, where does this stop? You know, we're, we're now all of a sudden uh, our fashion is around technology. It's going to be like. Oh, yeah. Slippery slope. I mean, it's, yeah, I guess yeah. it's like an Apple Watch or something like that is kind of yeah. the same deal. But it's going to be like yeah. earrings that. Um, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. You can just like pull it apart and it's a what is little. It? I don't know. Uh, oh, why? I'm surprised there's not like flash drive earrings. There probably is. Oh, there probably is, yeah. No, that could be it. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like, did you ever watch, um, what was his name? Inspector Gadget? Of Old course. school. Yeah. It's kind of like Inspector Gadget in real life. But uh, this is less cool. It seems less exciting. I kind of forget the backstory. Well, like, how did he get all the gadgets? Um, I mean, there was people, he had a whole team. That people... just modified his body to have yeah. gadgets? Yeah, totally. Oh, that's weird. Because he's an international superhero spy. Or something. Okay. Side note. Okay, bring it back. So check out Torah bracelets. Um, you know, support them. Don't support them. We're just kind of sharing the info here. You know. Yeah, and I what I think it does um, highlight and is interesting to explore, and it doesn't have to be a formal challenge, but um, you know, if your phone is running out of battery, see, and you don't have you know a really critical urgent need for it. Um, meaning you don't maybe need the maps to get home later that night, et cetera. Um, you know, see what it feels like to let it die and not have a phone for a couple hours a day. Um, that might be interesting. Yeah. Good point. So the challenge is um, breathe through the uh, phone charger energy. Yeah, the low battery anxiety. Low battery anxiety. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. And I think take note of what's causing that anxiety. Is it... Is it a GPS? Is it not being able to get in touch with certain people? Is it um, worrying about not being able to respond to something on social media? Uh, it's helpful to get in touch with where the anxiety is actually coming from. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Closing thoughts slash recap. Let's. Uh, so we talked about leadership. We talked about how it relates to technology and our work at Nature Unplugged. We, um, I think in short, you know, we're, we're looking at leadership as the, the person you are is the leader you are. It's not different. Leadership isn't, uh, you know, a role. Right. In a particular space. Right. It doesn't come with a position. Correct. Title. Good recap. Any closing thoughts? 
That's it. That's it. All right. Well, that takes us to the end of our show today. So thanks so much for listening to the Nature Unplugged podcast. We would like you to take a moment to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. You can also find our episodes on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and other podcast platforms. Be sure to visit www.natureunplugged.com for more information and resources. You can also reach out to us directly from the site. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Let us know if you have any questions, comments, feedback, ideas for the show. I'm sure we'll hear from Toro bracelets. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, ideas for future shows, potential guests for future shows. Uh, Until next time, you know, breathe through that uh, phone charger anxiety. Have a great day. If it's Mexico, I wish you wouldn't go. I don't want to know if you're leaving, if you can't decide.